Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert and Frank's Colossal Obsessions. And I'm here, of course, with my co-host, Frank Santopadre. And where are we? Uh, we're at Nutmeg with our engineer, Frank Ferdorosa. Colossal Obsessions. How do you feel being surrounded by all these greaseballs? Yeah. <laughs> do you feel persecuted and uh, yes, surrounded? Yes. yes, I'm a lone Jew. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure a Jew owns this building, so <laughs> it makes you'd like me... To, you'd like to think so. Uh, you know, we haven't done... Uh, well, we did one not, not too recently, but we get some complaints uh, from people saying, why don't you go back to the damn movies? We like the movie picks. Oh, yes. And uh, we did one a couple of weeks ago, and so here we are again, and we decided for those people who missed the old uh, version of Colossal Obsessions, where we would each pick a film, that we would do that this week. So. Okay. Now, this is strange, because I'm going to start out with two that are just going to lead me into the one. Wait. I'm... Now, I hope I, I hope I've seen any of them because we don't tell each other what the yeah. movie pick is before we actually get into the booth. So now, you get surprised with us. So the beginning of this is more self plug, and but then afterwards, can't wait. I'll, okay. Uh, well, you know, I have a documentary out called Gilbert, made by and, the fabulous Neil Berkeley, and and it was picked for the uh, Tribeca Film Festival. And also, I've talked about this before. I was in a documentary called Life Animated about an autistic child who uh, would watch Disney films. Disney Owen. Anime. Owen. Yeah. Owen Susskind. Yep. And he would li- watch Disney, and he was falling deeper and deeper into autism. And then one day, his father walked into the room and he saw a puppet of my character from Aladdin, Iago. And he put the puppet on his hand and started imitating my voice. And his son answered like it was an old friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but and they made that into a documentary. A terrific doc, yeah. by the way. Yeah, Ron. And Ron. All, uh, I mean, father. all of the reviews were amazing. And it was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Documentary. I know. it's the you, I actually saw you on the Oscars. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, a clip of you. Yeah. I think you were wearing that shirt. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was on the Oscars for about a second and a half. <laughs> I was just hoping you weren't but, in the in memoriam. But <laughs> <laughs> I was relieved. But so I, I mean, I do recommend absolutely seeing um, Life Animated. Yeah, terrific film. But when I was watching Life Animated, it brought back memories of a documentary that came out, I think, in '79, and this was a documentary called Best Boy. Oh, I know where you were going. Yes, I think that was an Oscar winner. Uh, yes, Best Boy. Yeah, I think yeah. Ira Wall. That's was right, the filmmaker. That's right. And uh, this was like also he was it had to do with a grown man who was mentally challenged, like he was 52 years old, but had the mind of like like an eight year old or something. And he was still living with his parents. And so obviously, if he's 52, his parents were very old. Right, right. And uh, this was a documentary having to do with, you know, coming to the fact that 
his parents are old and their health is failing quickly and something has to be done. He has to be put somewhere to live uh, without his parents. And it's like looking at different homes and different places where they take uh, mentally challenged people. So, yeah, that was uh, Best Boy. Best Boy. 79. Yeah. I never saw it. Yeah. Oh, it's a powerful film. You saw it now, what, in the in the theaters? In you the saw it theater. In the, yeah. in the theater. Yeah. yeah. And it won Best Documentary. Yeah. Do we know what became of, uh, of Ira years later? I was there a follow up? I, I never saw the film. I must confess. I know it. I, I know of it. I know it won best documentary. I think uh, they they may have done another one or were planning to do another one of him in a home in modern day. I don't know what what it's what the most current word. When is. When was the last it. time you saw it? Oh God! I mean, I saw it like. Once or twice pop up on PBS and uh, right, yeah, but and and and, and uh, I, I shouldn't ask you how it ends because for people that haven't seen it, but it'd be very interesting to get a follow up. So if anybody's listening to this yeah. that saw that movie, I'd be very curious to see uh, what what became of uh, of Ira. Yeah, not, not of Ira, oh, of, uh, the, of Philly, the, of Philly, of the boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a grown man. Right, so. right, right. And um, I. Yeah, I think they were planning, I don't know if he did it or not, to do like kind of a sequel. And you don't know whether there was no, a sequel? No, that I don't know. Interesting. But I, but I know it was very powerful. So very the best boy, I didn't mean to call him a boy, he was a grown man, but the best boy, Philly, yeah. was, and how old was he when the film was he made? He was 52. He was 52. And and so I, I wonder what, what, that's a long time ago, 79. Oh, yeah. 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 I was still in high school. So I wonder what the follow-up was, what the outcome was. Yeah. I have no idea. Okay. So you're recommending your first documentary. Yeah. Best Boy. And once again, you have surprised me by not picking a film that has anything to do with comedy. Yes. That's remotely humorous. Well, I'm I'm certainly not recommending Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> certainly not. <laughs> I think we covered that ground. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And now back to the show. Um, I'm going to do a complete uh, turn here and recommend. And I'm also recommending my documentary. You're recommending Gilbert your own documentary. And uh, Life Animated, but and, Best Boy. And when does Gilbert, uh, since since you brought it up, when does Gilbert hit the uh, the Tribeca Film Festival? I thought you were going to say, when does Gilbert come out? <laughs> <laughs> well, that happened. Yes. <laughs> many, many, many moons oh, ago. April 20th. April 20th is the premiere date of, uh, yes, I will be at the premiere. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's not what you wanted to hear. Yeah, no. <laughs> you want the robot. You want the robotic Scarlet yes. to walk into the premiere on your arm. Uh, yeah, and our congratulations—a perfect opportunity to congratulate Neil, who spent uh, 
probably, what, a year and a half following you around? Oh, something like that. Maybe and two years. He was in this very booth. Oh, my God, that's filming right. Filming Chevy Chase and uh, and Richard Kind at your house. And I think he was at Josh Grobin's house with us. And uh, I, I don't know how much footage he actually used because you've seen the film. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, whenever you when you see how much they shoot, and then you go, Ooh, what happened to that scene? That scene. Yeah. How know. long was he following you? Because oh, he was around a lot, as I, I recall. I think it seemed like about two years. Right. I don't know. Right. Neil's an accomplished filmmaker. He made a film about Dan Harmon, another uh, guest of ours called Harmon Town. And uh, he made a film about Wayne White. The artist and the, oh, the, yeah. the production designer in Pee Wee's Playhouse. So, uh, looking forward to this. Nice that you uh, uh, managed to sneak in your own plug in this, <laughs> in this week's which Colossal is unlike of, me. Uh, very, very much yeah. unlike you. Yeah. Uh, as I said, I'm going to do a, uh, a a real 180 here, not a, just a big turn uh, to um, your favorite filmmaker, Sidney Lumet. Oh, absolutely. This is a film that I mentioned casually in the last. Uh, in the last episode, because I think we took a uh, we took a letter about it, or a, or a Facebook post, um, and that's Murder on the Orient Express, yes, which we touched on last week, and yeah, we're going to talk about it in more detail. He talked about it, and and one of my favorite Lamette films, Bye Bye Braverman, right, which right, he sure. himself wasn't that happy with. I never but, knew that, but he said that Bye Bye Braverman, the mistakes he made on there made Murder on the Orient Express a better movie. It's interesting. I don't see, and they're so completely yeah, different. Totally I don't know how different. how he uh how he what he's referring to. Um I watched it recently. I had not seen it since I'd seen it in a theater in the 70s. Um and well, I watched Yeah, I remember Jacqueline Bissett. Oh uh, yeah, well an all-star cast, Jacqueline yeah. Bissett and uh, Lauren Bacall and Sean Connery and Michael York and John Gilgood and Anthony Perkins and your favorite uh, Martin Balsam, oh, Vanessa yes. Redgrave and of course Finney. Oh uh, yes, course, Albert the, Finney. Of course Albert Finney. Albert Finney playing uh, Agatha Christie's master detective Poirot was uh, only 30 Seven years old at the time. Wow. And, pl- and he absolutely disappears under that makeup. And he's playing uh, the detective at as a much older man, 55 or 60. See, now, Albert Finney, he's, I mean, he's a terrific actor. Terrific. We'd love to get him on this show. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, and he was in, oh, he was in that other movie I like. That's, uh, I, it's also uh, a Sidney Lumet film. Uh, when the devil knows you're oh, dead. Oh yes, he's that's last. That's Sidney Lumet's last film. Yes, before the devil knows you're dead. Yeah, before the devil yeah. knows you're dead. With Philip Philip Seymour Hoffman. But I, the one thing, good I, sex scene too oh, in that movie yes. with Marissa Tomei. The one thing I have to criticize with Albert Finney. Yes, because he is a fine actor, masterful. You he's, didn't like him in Ferris Bueller. No. <laughs> he was miscast. No, he was. In um um um, uh, what's that? Uh, Julia Roberts. Oh, Aaron Brockovich. Yes, he he's he's struggling with an American accent. A little yeah, bit, yeah, a little bit. But he's pretty good. Yeah, I have yeah. never seen Albert Finney do any wrong, oh, even no. in things like Annie, which is kind of a big bloated mess where he's Daddy Warbucks. Yeah, and he's always a terrific guy. Tom Jones, to, uh, Stanley Donnan's Two for the Road. Oh I mean, yes, I mean take your pick. Um. This is a fascinating film and a real departure for Lumet, who was known, obviously, for making gritty films about New York City 
and police corruption in movies like Dog Day Afternoon and, and, and Prince of the City and Serpico. And now he's making this, this it's kind of almost a European film with a with a, an, an international cast. Yeah, because usually Lament was always in New York. Always. Yeah. Almost. I mean, even The Wiz. Yeah, he's, he's, yes, in New York. he's in New York. He's ultimately in New York. <laughs> so, uh, and it's interesting too because uh, there's a the DVD uh, comes with a documentary about the making of the film. They had a hard time convincing Agatha Christie, who'd had some bad adaptations made of her books in the '60s, to bite on this. Interestingly, they said she was allergic to film adaptations. Oh yeah. So they had to call in a member of the royal family, Lord Mountbatten. To convince her, to persuade her, oh, geez. to let her uh, adapt the material, and she wound up loving it and considered it her favorite of her um, of adaptations of uh, of, of Christie uh, works. And uh, that cast, that, that oh my god, yes, he set about. He got the biggest star first, which was Sean Connery, who he'd worked with in The Offense and The Hill. There's two Lamet films, probably not as uh, so I think that I don't think the hill is in New York. Oh, it's a, so that war film. Make, that means there's about three Lamette films with Sean Connery because he was also in. He's in the Anderson tapes. So yeah, that, oh, that'd be that'd be four. another that'd be another one because oh. he was in that. Was that called the family? The family business. Family business. Well, that would be five because it's the offense, the hill, the Anderson tapes, the family business, and this one. Oh, okay. So that's five pictures that they made together. Maybe I'm missing one. Uh, he got Connery lined up first, figuring that if you line up the oh, biggest it star, over all the others, right? Other people will will uh, fold in. And um, Ingrid Bergman for a very small part. Have you seen it recently? No. Yeah, she had a very small part. She was offered Wendy Hiller's part, which was a bigger part, and she took the smaller part and wound up winning an Oscar uh, for it. She she's in the in the film. I mean, everybody's part is is kind of of equal size, more or less. Um, uh, it's oh, I have trivia for you too here. Oh. Uh, speaking of Connery and the Orient Express, what other film involved Sean Connery on the Orient Express? Ooh! While you're thinking about that one, um, it was nominated for six Oscars. Only Ingrid Bergman won. Was nominated for Best Director. Lumet did not win, and it's the. Con- it wasn't the Great Train Robbery. No, he's in the Great Train yes, Robbery. That's why I, I thought of that. Yeah. No. No. Uh, if you if you want to stew on it for a while, I won't yeah, give you the I, answer. I think I think I'm I'm from Russia with love. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> good trivia. Um, I won't give away too much of the plot because it is a whodunit, but it is loosely based on the Lindbergh kidnapping. Do you remember the story? Oh, yes. Um, it, and it's it's also loosely based on an an actual incident uh, where the Orient Express bogged down in the snow. Um, in 19, uh, I think it was 1929. Um, it's a fascinating movie on so many levels, but we've talked before about movies with great actors acting. If you want to watch, oh, yes. if you want to yes. watch great acting, um, the first choice for Poirot was Alec Guinness. He was unavailable. Oh, okay. Then they went after Paul Schofield, who was also unavailable and I, and who were both older actors yes. at the time. And then they get Finney, who's as, as I said, in his thirties. And they pour this makeup on him. He's under heavy makeup. And he's just, I mean, chewing the scenery. Oh, and yes. a Very, very broad <laughs> performance, but it really, really works. And and it's a terrific whodunit. And I watched it with my wife, and my wife prides herself on being able to figure out any whodunit. She couldn't figure it out. 
And and I should mention this is very important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the actor who played uh, Hercule Poirot on that PBS series. Oh, I don't know that actor's name. I know who you mean. Yeah, he was a Jew. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm glad you got that in. <laughs> Hey, can you look up who played yeah, uh, Hercule Poirot? Well, you know, Peter Ustinov played him in uh, Death on the Nile. Oh, okay. But... And I think another, one of the other Agatha Christie adaptations, uh, was it, uh, oh God, what was the other one? This is going to kill me. Maybe Frankie can look it up. See, we don't have Paul this week. Um... Thank God. <laughs> I knew. I, I thought this is strange. The show's running smoother this week. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much it uh, for Murder on the Orient Express, which you guys really should watch if you haven't seen it. Um, terrific cast. Finney is wonderful. Um, it's being remade, of course. Oh, which is a which is a big oh by Kenneth Bronner. Uh, with uh, himself and Johnny Depp and Michelle Pfeiffer and an all-star cast. It's a funny thing. Every time, and we don't do it that much anymore, but every time we seem to recommend a movie, I then find out that it's being remade. Oh, yes. We recommended Time After Time, which is now a TV series. And we we recommended uh, the one that's out with Morgan Freeman. I was just going to say yeah, that going in style. Going in style. Yeah. We recommend. I'm going to see them tomorrow because they're on the they're on the View tomorrow. Yeah, so the, I'm gonna we were recommending the original George Burns, Lee Strasberg, and Art Carney. And Art Carney, and they remade it with um, Alan Arkin, Morgan Freeman, and Michael Caine. Three actors you can't beat. Yeah, I so, mean, we'll hope finest for the best. actors ever, but. I'm not expecting a lot. Well, we'll see. And there's a couple of references to other movies. Like there's a couple of nods to The Lady Vanishes, uh-huh. which are fun. So uh, Gilbert's favorite director doing something very different. Oh, yes. But well worth seeing. And your film? My film is Best Boy. And again, we'll put out there yeah. to our listeners if you know what the uh, what the outcome was with the character Philly. Oh, yeah. In Best Boy, we'd be curious to know. What else you got? Did we find out the name of that actor? We'll just refer to him as the Jew. <laughs> Could it be David Suchet? David Suchet. Uh, David Suchet. There I you think, go. Nice I work. That's it. Nice, okay. Nice work, Frankie. All right, so we'll see you next time. Gil? Yes. And David Suchet also played Shylock in maybe in a play Did or he? something. Yeah. How come you didn't yell out Jew when I was going through the cast of Murder on the oh, Orient Express? Oh, my God. You didn't yell uh, out who all the Jews were. Lauren Bacall, Jew. There you go. Sidney Lamette, of course, sure. Jew. Martin Balsam, Jew. Yeah, not not John, <laughs> not Sir John Gilgood. <laughs> Major. He's an Ashkenazi <laughs> Jew, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should probably sign off at some point. Yes. Uh, okay, this has been uh, uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Something like that. I'm Gilbert Gottfried and Frank Santopadre, and this has been one of Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions. Okay. Sessions.